0: Hi guys, it's Amber here from Intricate Transcendence and it's episode 43, my 12th week of my practicum. Um, so basically what we did last week, and sorry, once again, the podcast is a little bit late. Uh, it's been such a busy week with the new job and everything and it's so weird that I start on Tuesday so it's kind of like my Monday. But um, anyways, it was nice this past week because we actually got to go through the workout with Joel. So once again, he's back and gave us uh, the assignment with the football player, and we went through it finally, which was great. Um, so it was a four days a week strength phase, and um, it was an upper-lower split that I had done. And for those of you who don't know, basically there's so many different ways to do a program, and so many different theories, so many different people that have tried different things, and obviously everybody's different, but... Um, so that's kind of what the downfall for me is, is I think, I think a lot and I overthink a lot. So it took me a while to figure it out on my own and it was really nice to go through it. Um, but I did upper lower split. So basically, uh, I like to start with the lower body first. So day one, lower body then upper and then a rest day and then lower upper again and then two rest days. So basically you're hitting uh, everything twice with compound movements. Um, so uh, he took a couple of notes on mine and Lucas's programs, and I'm just gonna um, I'm just gonna go through a couple of things that Joel had said that were really good pointers. Uh, so, and let you guys know for you know your programs, and if you ever need me to uh, help you out. So, a couple of them are: first off, the upper lower splits. Um, you want to make sure that you're having different planes of movement. So, um, frontal, sagittal, transverse. Uh, etc so you want to be able to have movements in all planes you want to have push pulls uh, vertical horizontal and uh, of course accommodate to the injury so for the football guy one of the notes was uh, instead of the military overhead press you know what you could do is a landmine push press. So instead of going straight overhead that might hurt his shoulder you can actually do a 45 degree angle push. The landmine, for anybody who doesn't know is the bar that goes kind of into the corner. Some people use it for like lat rows as well um, but that's what that is. So that's a good uh, regression for the shoulder injury and uh, an example of another plane of movement is Instead of just a regular dumb dumbbell, dumbbell, sorry, dumbbell raise, calf raise, I did um, a 45 degree angled calf raise with the Smith machine. Um, so just something different, some variety. Uh, you want to make sure that. Your athlete is getting unilateral and bilateral movements, open and closed chains. So for those of you who don't know, bilateral movements, by meaning two. So for example, a squat. Your both feet are on the ground. You're using both feet and you're pushing upward. So it'd be a vertical push, uh, a bilateral push for lower body. Uh, Another example would be, um, let's say... Okay, an open chain movement. So an open chain, you know, the, one of the limbs can be free and um, open to the, the influence of the environment. It's not closed to the ground. Uh, you're not uh, completely stable. You need some balance and coordination. So um, a single leg RDL, either with dumbbells or a barbell, and one of, the, one of your feet are off the ground, and the other one is doing um, the Romanian deadlift. So that's an example of... Uh, an open chain movement lower body pull and um in the vertical plane and so yeah it's 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 been good looking through the program uh a couple other things you know make sure you're doing your lower body first you don't have to but it's just nice because at the beginning of the week you have the most energy and you're ready to work out and that way um you're not exhausted for your second day like if you did upper body first you could um but then you have a really hard day the next day because your legs are uh, huge muscles, you know, your femur is the biggest bone in your body, so that um, there's a lot of stuff going on in your lower body. Um, another pointer he gave us is for the sets and reps, that's another huge thing that's kind of difficult for a lot of people to learn. So for strength, you know, he said instead of um, making it complicated, a lot of times he just does flat loading. So. Um, you know, you see a lot of people in the gym and they'll have their three sets of 8 to 10, three sets of 8 to 10. Um, you can go lower with a higher intensity, so three by, th- 3 by 4, 3 by 5, 3 by 6. So those would be your three weeks. And then your fourth week can be a crash week where you're completely exhausting your athlete, overloading them you know, um, a burn, a burnout week, you could call it too. And then your fifth week would be a complete recovery week where you are deloading and allowing your athlete to adapt. So, um, the fitness fatigue model, we went through that, you know, when you're, um, you're fatiguing and you need to allow to, for recovery, for your fitness to increase and adapt to the new load, and then you can give your athlete a new program. So, um, Yeah, it was really good to go through those. We just went through a couple of regressions, progressions. Uh, For those of you who don't know what that means, progression is something that's harder. And a regression is an exercise that is easier or that you can adapt for things like injuries. So um, that's what those are. What else did we talk about? Oh, the dumbbell and the barbell, the differences between those. You know, um, barbell is usually used for a lot of compound movements. Um, It's nice if somebody has, again, an injury. You can use it for uh, stability. Unilateral, you can use them for uh, the dumbbells. You can use for equaling out any, um, you know, sides that are stronger than other sides. Um, just some, again, variety, not a big deal, but it's nice to have your athlete uh, doing different things, learning different things, and the way to move with the weights and the balance of coordination. Um, you also want to make sure that you're having the, the push and pulls for all the major lifts, like your back squat, your overhead press, your bench press, your horizontal rows or inverted rows and um, also to include some abs and mobility work. So a huge thing with the injured football athlete was to do some shoulder mobility before the workout with upper body, you know, focusing on that, and as well as, you know, movements according to football for the lower body days to uh, warm up those specific movements that you're doing for the day. So if I'm doing a back squat and that's my first exercise, I'm not going to go have him warm up, um doing shoulder dislocations with a dowel um, or arm swings, you know, as much like it would be something where, okay, let's do a plate squat or a prisoner squat where we have a plate on our head and we're focusing on keeping our posture up and we're doing uh, a plate which is like, you know, you can do 10 kilos and your body weight and you're just getting ready for um, that movement upcoming for the the big movement, uh, including some accessory work focusing on the internal external rotators you know you can do with bands or cables so um, yeah it was a great review also got to work out with uh, the volleyball girl that I'm working with and um, she's enjoying her program which is great we're really working through her injuries and uh, pushing her to see what um, her max weight is and really targeting those weights that her coach had given her and um, that's going great the hockey guys are doing well the 15 year old that I have has a new program actually this week, so um, that'll be good to go through. Um, there's some new movements that we'll be able to talk about next week, um, but yeah, this week we're also talking about uh, a program for someone who has an ACL injury, which is a lot different and a lot more complicated. So, the scenario is two months out post op, so we're we really need to be careful, especially with athletes. Um, who are injured and got surgery, you know, we don't want to re-injure it, and it's very fresh, very new, we have to take into consideration the rehab that they're doing, what the physio recommends, and um, then adapt, and communication really is important for post-surgery, so, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, excited to talk to you guys about that, we had researchers come in last week, and, you know, they're writing stuff on the board, and, and seeing what motivates athletes, what they like to do in the gym, what they don't like to do in the gym, Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it for last week and uh, I'm excited to almost being done and letting you guys know how everything worked out my posters are finished and I will post them on social media and let you guys have a look at them Um, we had our seminar last week as well our final seminar and presented our projects it was great to see everybody's um, ideas and the things that they gave to their agency and um, you know, just really getting a a feel and look at other people's placements and, um, how they're enjoying them. And it's really neat to hear about where other people are going and doing with uh, their degree. So yeah, I, uh, look forward to seeing you guys, uh, hearing from you guys next week. Again, let me know if you have any questions. This is pretty vague for the, um, for the podcast, but if you do have any questions about programming or you're, uh, wanting to know more about periodization, uh, the different types and, how to accommodate to an athlete or an injury just let me know um, and I have no problem answering those questions and I'd love to share it with everybody who's listening so uh, yeah thanks again guys have a good week